Oh no, Nolan, how are you going to get the B-roll? What B-roll? The bump in, the bump into the pod. Oh yeah, we didn't record any of the juicy bits. The banter. <laughs> There'll probably be some some bullshit that I can uh, throw in there. Oh, that's true. That's true. He's going to put some funny sound effects in. <laughs> yeah. So. Accidentally uh, record myself playing uh, Elden Ring, <laughs> and I'll just have that be the intro. It'll just be Elden Ring sounds in the background. Perfect. The stupid grunting men on the cross. Oh, yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Video Game Rations, a monthly book club style video game podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Swain. Hello, friends. It is me, Eric Rager. Hello. It is me, your tarnished boy, <laughs> Nolan. Your tarnished brethren. Maidenless. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, we're here to deliver your monthly dose of video game nourishment. If you're unfamiliar with us, we're a couple of friends who pick a video game every month, try to complete it, and talk about our opinions on the game. For the month of February, we played Nobody Saves the World. Mm-hmm. Foreshadowing. A little, <laughs> a little drink box studio title that came out this year. Um, before we get into all that fun stuff, we got to cover some housekeeping. Now, if you've been, if you listen to the pod before, you know, you know the spiel. We ask for the reviews, we ask for all that fun stuff. But this month, we're going to do it a little different. Whoa. We've got. Ooh. We've got a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash video game rations. We're streaming Thursday and Sunday nights now mm-hmm. every every week. Thursdays, we're playing our game of the month. Sunday, we're playing whatever the hell we want. It's a great time. Um, but we're looking for followers on there. We're trying to hit <laughs> 50, 50 followers. So if you could go over to twitch.tv slash video game rations, hit us up on there. You have a goal. You know the number. Help us out. It'd be much appreciated. Yeah, we need, um, to crush, we need to crush these goals. We're crushing all the low ones. We need that those big big daddies. Big daddy yeah. goals. Yep. You know where to find us. Twitter, at VG Rations. Instagram, at Video Game Rations. The Discord link is in our Twitter bio. Come hang out there. We would greatly appreciate it. It's, it's a fun time. We're talking Elden Ring in there. We're talking uh, there's Destiny 2 meetups going on. Ooh. There's... There's all sorts of good stuff. Still some tar- there's some Tarkov going on right now. It's Ooh, right yeah, now. It I can I can see the voice channel popping yeah. off with the, with the Tarkov I'm, hotness. I'm highlighting. Uh, I keep highlighting Neil's ta- uh, name so I can oh, his live video. I can see his live video, but it looks like he's just streaming Discord infinitely. So he doesn't <laughs> know what he's doing, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> You're not there to oversee the uh, to, to right the ship tonight. So <laughs> yeah, he looks very confused. Gentlemen, how are we doing? It's it's uh, March second today. We're we're recording from home today because shit hit the fan yesterday. But we're here. <laughs> we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Making it happen. Yeah. How is everybody's How is everybody's February? Busy, real busy. Hoping I kind of calms down hoping the weather gets nice and people calm the f down <laughs> see how They'll, that goes the, the weather clears up and they can go outside and stop barking at their computers yeah i think once the sun comes out you you lose a lot of people in meetings so that's that's gonna be nice, nice. uh mine was chill mine was pretty chill played a lot of games good. did some hanging good times yeah. there's a, a, a lot of games dropped in the month of february oh yeah it was crazy every every week was jam-packed oh my gosh (laughs) what did you guys dive into 
this month? Well, you should probably let me go first, just because we know where this is ending up. Uh Um, Uh We uh, have been streaming a lot of games, so me and Brian played Emily is Away 1 and 2, fun little AOL Instant Messenger simulator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, We blew it, or maybe I blew it, (laughs) in both games, so... I don't. I don't think you can win those ones. I think it's made to lose. Oh man! Uh, there's probably some alternating, especially the second one. Feels like we slipped up once. We got caught in a lie, Nolan. Yeah, we got, we got caught in a lie. We were talking to to Evelyn and Emily. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You're talking to two two ladies. Two ladies. We told them slightly different things. Eric and I at the end, we were like, "Did we say that? I don't know if that's exactly how it went down, yeah. but you did it." Uh, it bit us in the ass. You didn't yeah. play back the tape? No, we haven't gotten around no, to playing back. You could was, find the VOD on our YouTube, though. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go yeah. check it. There was just, like, I, the, the whole alcohol thing was just, you know, fine. We were we were trying to appease yeah. one person that didn't drink, and we were appeasing the other person that does drink. And then she just rat. She, she not only ratted us out, she mm. sent our chat log to her. She captured, captured the chat logs. Oh, man. And Which is a very to- weird, like, why at that moment did you save that chat log yeah she knew she knew you guys were up to no good she knew she was scheming she was scheming but you guys um, were scheming. i mean it wasn't it wasn't nefarious no 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 I, we we there was one point where we should have said we lied to emily on purpose but we kind of like tried to skirt around it a little bit to be mm. like and then, man, she just was digging into us about everything. <laughs> Apparently, every everything was a lie at that point. It was a it was a grill session. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. So, is Emily? This may be a stupid question, but Emily is the person you're talking to in the first game, and you're talking to her in the second game as well. So it's like know. the second one is is a spiritual successor. It's the same like kind of story setup. It's uh-huh. expanded. Like there's other people you can talk to, but you're not playing as like the same character. Okay. It's basically, like okay. a different set of like social interactions and sequences. It's not like a direct. Sequel, sequel, sequel to the first one. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. the first one goes through chapters of like your life too. So each time you log on to a new chapter, it's like another year. Another year, yeah. Second mm. one wasn't like that. Second one was like almost just your high school senior year. It was all it was all your senior year. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. cool. Yeah. Which felt nicer because mm-hmm. then you weren't going through like big gaps or like, hey, I haven't talked to you in like a year. What's yeah, up? yeah, yeah. And there's um, there's parts in when you're talking between two the two ladies and there's like a, a meter on them so uh-huh. you're just like tabbing back and forth like trying to respond like as quick as you can and you're just like oh oh man time yeah. it was intense timed events yeah I remember those days just <laughs> two windows open oh. between hearing the noise too many t- yeah, too many aim tabs mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was a fun one. Yeah, that was good. I'm glad we played it. it, was pretty, it uh, we got it, both of them done in a little over three hours, maybe like three and a half, four. I think, yeah, we were at four hours. Four. For... Very nice. It's a little bit longer when you're talking through all the dialogue decisions than if you were to just be playing it yourself, you know? And, yeah, yeah and for, sure, it, so. for sure. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I've been checking out this game called Infernax, which is um, kind of like a Castlevania Zelda 2 looking game. Super fun. Played it on the second, I think it was the second stream we played it all together. And it's because our other game kept crashing. 
which we'll get to. But um, yeah, pretty fun. I I gotta go back into it. It was a cool game. Too much pressure when there's uh, a couple people watching. <laughs> I you were you were playing it and trying to beat a boss, and I um, very arrogantly decided that I'm going to try to download the game, which is only like a <laughs> hundred megabytes, and race to get to where you're at and see if I could beat the boss first. And I yeah. failed. I failed. It's a hard game. <laughs> it's pretty good. It is. It's cool. Yeah. It's you, very fun, though. I mean, people are already like speed running and stuff, so I imagine there's some good tricks. I, we had to look up one of the bosses. Oh, yeah. Too. And I've Seriously. only I've only fought like three bosses, so I'm sure it gets harder. Heard about that. Shout out to Solar for uh, getting all the ending. Sounds like oh, he, yeah. they uh, saw everything there is to see in that game. I didn't even know. Well, I guess I kind of knew there was multiple endings because you do have to make some decisions throughout the game to like help someone or um, kill kill somebody or yeah. drink mm-hmm. drink with some pals. Yeah, I decided to drink with those guys, and um, they stole something from me. I don't. Even, I'm not even sure what it was, to be honest. No, they murdered the <laughs> shopkeeper. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah, you go over to the shopkeeper, and there's a grave next to his hut that they dug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't notice. I, I was too busy trying to figure out where to go. I was just, like, in a rush. But I need to go back and play play through it. It's super fun. Yeah, like, cool. very, very gross-looking, too, which is great. Like, oh, yeah. tons of blood, and, like, it's, the kill screens are nice. Yeah. It's got a strong, like, Berserk vibe, and then their company is also named Berserk, which is pretty great. So, yeah, lots of lots of uh, grim, dark, uh, medieval shit. Real mm-hmm. good. So, uh, that's probably a good segue. Let you uh, let you lads <laughs> talk for the next uh, forty well, minutes here. Okay, before we jump into that, I'm I got a quick other game. Last week, <laughs> uh, two games came out. One of them. Being Destiny's new expansion, The Witch Queen. People are people are hyped on that game. It's very fun. We played through the uh, campaign over the weekend. I had a little little mini LAN party, and uh, it was great. It was super fun. Nice. And there's tons of like each time they do a season, like a a battle pass, and they add like uh, new story beats every week to go along with it and they have some sort of accompanying um like new game mechanic so it's usually like a mission that you re you run over and over and over and sometimes that can be pretty repetitive but usually they they've been getting pretty good about mixing it up and adding like uh <clears throat> little puzzle elements to find but yeah it's been super fun i'm really really vibing on destiny after taking um like a basically a year break. I'm gonna. I, I've mentioned this one a couple of times because Alicia and I have just slowly been chipping away on it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it just wanted to bring it bring it up now again because it also won Game of the Year for the Dice Awards too, which is like the industry awards. Um, so it, it takes two. Alicia and I put in maybe another couple hours to get through like another level oh nice i i still don't quite see the game of the of the year awards but we played like a a cuckoo clock level Mm -hmm. um so you're like inside a clock so it has like really big like open areas with like all the gears and stuff yeah um and it looks like really old and there's like a lot of stuff where you have to separate and try to like meet back up together so there's like like a really cool um fun puzzle solving 
sections there that it did impress me more than it has been impressing me, mm-hmm. but um, just wanted to bring that one up since it did did win another G O T Y. Damn. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I have not played it. I don't. I haven't looked into it at all, really. Um, but mm-hmm. I do want to check it out one of these days. Yeah, I mean, so whether you're playing it couch co-op or online, like you're looking at the split screen so you can always see like what the other person is doing. And there's just a lot of like, there's always just like a lot of communication and dialogue that needs to happen to like get timing down and like figure out puzzles together and stuff. And Mm -hmm. depending on the level, you'll have different abilities. Um, So like the cuckoo clock one, my my character could rewind time and Alicia's character could teleport so I'd have to like rewind time so she could get like put a teleporter into another section at, and I would start time and she would be able to have to like teleport. So there's like a lot of like cool, interesting mechanics um, and stuff in that one. There's like a level where you're in like a beehive and I have a gun that shoots honey and she has a gun that shoots like matches and it explodes the honey. So you have to explode like a bunch of stuff like it's bees versus wasps so i have to like shoot this honey on a bunch of wasps and she has like a matchstick gun and she's like trying to hit them with while i'm taking them down with honey and stuff like that so i mean from a co-op like gameplay standpoint there's probably not a lot of better casual co-op games that sounds really cool than than that Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i like that it's all on one screen too mm -hmm. same yeah i kind of i want to download it and try playing it with cody See if, yeah. see if we uh, vibe on it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Friend of the show, Kevin and Michelle uh, played through it. And the one before, the Prison Break one, is it A Way Out, I think? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And they, they like, 100%ed both of them. And Jeez. they were rave, raving about this one. I think Kevin was there, like, close to day one on checking it out. But Nice. Yeah. And it's on Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. Yeah, it's true. nice, very nice. I think I, I think I bought it like two weeks before it Game Pass. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, so, I mean, I think it was like twenty or thirty bucks yeah. at that point. That's not so. terrible. That's not terrible. No, yeah, no. And like, a, I mean, it is published by EA, but you know, it's a little indie studio that's doing it. So. Right. Yeah. It's all good. Yep. It's all good. All good. Cool, man. Well, now that we got onto all the, now that the we got all that. <laughs> Yeah, go for it, fellas. Get- <laughs> uh, another game came out last week. A mm-hmm. small indie game by a small studio <laughs> called Elden Ring. Um, developed by FromSoft. And, oh man, has it been good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Brian... Yes. Let me let's uh, let's talk a little bit about your uh, your your FromSoft um, experience. Game experience. What uh, what what do you got on in your, under your belt? Just Bloodborne. Bloodborne's the only one. Um, I maybe put ten to fifteen ish hours. I essentially uh, I remember I, I got out of like the main town and into the woods and there was a section where i had to like i was just trying to get to the next um save point so i didn't lose all my souls or whatever they were i don't even remember what they were called in that game yeah yeah Um, so i just booked it through like a big section and then i was like fucked where i was at like (laughs) i couldn't get out i couldn't advance like yeah i couldn't go backwards 
and I was like, and then I probably just like moved on to something else. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I had a good time with, yeah. with Bloodborne from what I played. I kind of wanted to see what was the big hubbub with the, the souls games mm-hmm. and what everybody thought. And since it was kind of just like a new game and not part of the other series that I thought it was a good spot to a good jump dive in. Point. Yeah. And also like the high, high fantasy stuff doesn't always, uh, interest me so i thought bloodborne would be a little different in that regard but yeah for sure yeah yeah definitely had like a really cool uh aesthetic and um definitely a a little different still pretty like grim dark gothic vibe but i played all of the souls games since dark souls never beaten any of them though not a single one. That seems to be the case with most people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bloodborne and, and Sekiro are my favorites. And I, I actually have been playing a lot of Dark Souls 3 leading up to Elden Ring. But uh, yeah, they're great. They're super fun games. Nice. But it seems like this one has been really popping off for everyone. Mm-hmm. So Yep. It's been... I will just jump in here and say been really fun to watch on twitch yeah <laughs> or yeah, even that's cool. twitter or because my twitter is just all my recommended now are just like uh elden ring because i liked maybe like two posts yeah so now it's all i'm getting it's a it's a pretty good uh like the FromSoft games are really fun to watch because there's a lot of different like builds a lot of different like areas you can go to and and in a single playthrough, you may not go to all those places. Like there, there's parts of Dark Souls that are you can go to right when you leave the front like hub. And I've never gone to those places. It's cr- it's mm-hmm. kind of crazy, like how sprawling their games can be, and how like there's like little hidden things. Watching like a good streamer who like goes to all those places is. A very good, uh, good way to digest a game that's just absolutely hates you. <laughs> so. so, Nolan, you already had this game like high up on your radar, right? Like based on all the E3 coverage and and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I I uh, I watched a little bit of um, the beta, like when they released that, mm-hmm. like um, the network test that they did. It's like yeah, the hour network test, or yeah, it was like the. Um, you know, like people could run around. Um, God, what's the what's the first area called? Limgrave. Limgrave. People could run around all. I think all of Limgrave was open up until you got up to the um, the castle, and mm-hmm. and then people figured out a way to. They basically just built a mist wall around the area, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. of course people found a way to um, glitch through that mist wall. Oh, cool. And then get it into the rest of the game. So, you know, like there's like, I saw some footage, like the, there's a, like minor spoilers if you're a, if you want to go into Elden Ring completely dark, but um, in one of the starting areas, there's a large bear that has like really elongated arms and it just will just hunt you down. It's pretty cool looking i still haven't found that bear oh really oh man yeah have you well yeah i won't tell you where it's at but 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll play it. Yeah. It's, or maybe I won't. It's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so I watched get some streams of that. But besides that, I, I tried to kind of keep my myself in the dark, you know, as much as Intentionally. possible. I mean, I always look at guides. I um, every, every Dark Souls or Frontsoft game I've played, there's always an item that, like, you'll get and it'll, you know, like, it'll be like a rare item and there's so many wrong ways to use it mm. and like maybe like one or two right ways that I just like, I don't have time. I don't have enough time to, or I'm just going to look it up and see like, right. should I save it or not? Discovering like the different areas and, um, you know, like seeing bosses for the first time. Those, those reveals are always like crazy and there's always yeah. like a, like a little like, twist two of them and so i try to go in to that kind of stuff without you know spoilers so yeah so yeah. so this game i mean of course the hype level has been through the roof for for elden ring for a while like yeah. anytime there's i don't know uh xbox or playstation show or e3 it's like elden ring elden ring like everybody's losing it and i'm like you know don't really care too much like bloodborne was cool i mean the aesthetics of, from, of this game that i saw like you know just it's a lot different than the dark kind of muddy vibes that you got from the other one it's like a lot more colorful right world and even like if you just said like oh it's gonna be bloodborne in an open world i'd be like okay like open world games like don't really excite me too much anymore like there's yeah. so many of them like it's just like yep. just saying a game is open world is not the most interesting thing right. ever for me. Right. <clears throat> but uh, then on, what was it, last Monday or something? Whatever day it was, the the reviews dropped, and it was getting like tens, tens. and 10s yeah. and high 90s. And, yeah, which is crazy what? because for my experience, the game runs pretty bad. Yeah, like, on PC. Yeah, like a lot of stutters, frame drops, and stuff like that. It's not really de- ruining it for me because it's usually uh, it, not when I'm in a fight, but still, mm-hmm. like it's it's pretty noticeable. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, based based on the scores, it's not ruining it for a lot of people because right, it's still yeah. it's got a 96 right now, and a hundred percent of critics recommend it. Nice. So it's like one of the most. It's the highest rated game. Yeah, I think of like in the last. I don't know, 15, 20 years or something like that. That's so, so to me, I'm like, well, I must, I must check that out. And then also, uh, a lot of people train, my friend, you're on (laughs) the hype train is real. A lot of people comparing it, comparing it to breath of the wild. When that first came out where, you know, you just get dropped in a world and you can basically do like whatever you want. Yeah. And that that's different than like your average game. That's open world where you're like, go here next go here next like yeah. your checklist of all the stuff to do and just going into it not knowing a lot about it and what you're gonna run into as far as the bosses or characters and all that oh, stuff yeah. like what's around the next corner is just has has been so fun to like dive into and play yeah. um i was telling our in our discord earlier that like I kind of just dove into like a cave area and cleared it. And then after that, I just like roamed a large, the large opening area, at least that I have the map available for. And like, just have been got the lay of the land. 
like yeah. figured out where stuff is kind of just did some exploring and be like oh there's big dudes over here you know giant yeah. trolls over here whatever mm-hmm. and then once i kind of figured out where there everything is i've just been going around and checking off the little stuff that i've discovered and going inside and seeing what's in these little dungeons and it's it's crazy man it's cool it's really yeah. cool it's uh, really fun uh it's it's it is hard i mean it's not an oh, easy yeah. game there's some areas where i've died like a lot but you can always just like i'm gonna go do something else for a bit and grind somewhere else i played for like eight hours and i'm haven't even tried to go up to the first boss yet because i've just been checking out all these caves and nooks and crannies and it's like yeah oh, there's a valley with a little creek running through here like yeah what's in there oh shit yeah. there's like jellyfish in this cave for whatever reason yeah. like all sorts of stuff just crazy shit keeps happening and yeah. keep coming across like really cool stuff that you just don't expect it's quite quite interesting yeah, I'm 100% exploring uh, the open world. I definitely, um, I made it to the castle to do the first kind of big bad. And he just absolutely, like, just wrecks house. These games, they telegraph their moves pretty significantly. So once you kind of figure them out, you feel like you're like a real badass once you like learn their moves. Sekiro did a really, really good job of this. Um, this boss kind of reminds me of like a Sekiro boss. I tried, I don't know, like 10 times. And, you know, I can get him like about half half damage. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I just am getting kind of burnt out. I'm going to go like, I'm going to go check out this other thing. Because I just wanted to go see how far, see if the map was... Um, if I was going to hit some sort of artificial wall, I needed something to get somewhere, you know, and mm-hmm. you are not like, yeah, I have almost, I have like one area on the map that I still need to find the, um, the map for that location. Besides mm-hmm. that, I have gone, I have opened up the whole map and it's crazy that you can just be like, well, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do this right now. It's and good. even in this beginning area, there's uh, two um, like open world bosses. They're not all like contained in dungeons, basically. Oh, and there's yeah. two that like still just wreck me like pretty hard. Oh yeah. I want to go. I want to go fuck with one now that I got some. I leveled up my sword a, a little bit. Yeah. Um. Oh, and man, there's like just the amount of stuff that you kind of like figure out and like systems that I have no idea what the hell's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and like you're saying, like the stuff you have kind of like knowledge from playing other from software games that yeah. I'm just going to like have to figure probably, out probably fuck own. up or, I mean, there's some stuff I, I, I have definitely looked up a guide for. Like I bought a spell from, from this lady that was, um, I actually spent a little bit of time grinding it. Cause it was, it's, I'm not doing like a heavy magic character, yeah. But um, it's a pretty low entry uh, spell where it just enhances your your right handed weapon. weapon. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. Like I could just you know do that and then fuck some shit up with my with my beef up magic damage sword. <laughs> your beef up. Got got it. And yeah. uh, I can't do it because I <laughs> I don't have uh, whatever I need to cast a spell. I think it's a right a want uh, a staff or something like that. Yeah. So it's, so it's like, damn. But I mean, 
you know, for, I'm I'm having a great time with it. I th- it's really easy to digest in like small chunks too. Like if I have like yeah. 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, I can just go check this area out, um, and yeah. turn my console off and and pick it up and and do that. So it's not like um, some other games or especially like open world RPG games where I feel like I need like a big chunk of time to like really set aside to it. Like yeah. I'm finding this really digestible too, yeah. which is nice especially my current situation with a five-month-old yeah for sure (laughs) you never know how long you're gonna have yeah it's yeah it's it's pretty crazy like uh, like the other thing about that's cool about this game is there's tons of like the point lost grace points like or the Mm -hmm. bonfires if you're you've not played this and are more familiar with you know like dark souls games but um they're all over the place. They are. Yeah. It's been really fun to just like open the map up and be like, Oh, this is cool. I can't wait to come back to this. Those grace points. Like you said, there's a lot of them and I feel like they're like little like stepping stones basically. And I have been quick traveling like quite a bit. Like if I get what I need, I'm just like, Oh, I'm going back to this dude. Oh yeah. And stuff where there's a lot of games where I don't really like to quick travel because I feel like I'm going to miss something in between. Yeah. But they're, like you said, they're just so close together that it's like yeah. you can hop around pretty, yeah, pretty easily. Oh yeah, I mean like the world is so dangerous too. Like, oh yeah, you like one of the hardest boss bosses right now is like you go out of the tutorial area and he's like the first thing you see. Yeah, and he's still like I tried to fight him today and he killed me in two hits. Oh yeah, two hits. Yeah, so <laughs> it's funny, Eric. I. I know I we you know we joked about playing it this month and and you know like these games are like this one is supposedly like easier but it's not, not easy. easier. This is not an easy game. <laughs> that was like the commentary of that's the thing about the hype behind this game and the scores behind this game need like huge asterisks on like yeah. every single one of them because yeah. if you're a new person coming into the series maybe you don't know what you're getting into. Oh, absolutely. This is, you're going to be frustrated and not like it. I'm just thinking back to like when we, because we all kind of, when Bloodboard came out, we all lived together. We all played it at the same time. Mm -hmm. And Eric, you got stuck on the first like big bad. And that was it. Like you couldn't, you couldn't go anywhere else until you beat him. The cool thing about Elden Ring is like you can divert from that so much and go do other things that I do see why people are saying this one's more accessible because the world's more open. But I mean, mm-hmm. man, it's still, it's still hard as hell. That's what I was going to say too. I, I, I definitely don't think it's easier. I don't know if I've even heard a lot of people say, I guess I, and that's not true. I've seen people ranking from software games as far as like easiest to hardest. And this one's further up, but I think, that you can definitely say it's more accessible just because like Nolan was saying, you can easily just go somewhere else, but it's also yeah. like bloodborne, like that first uh, major boss, like there's a huge line from the checkpoint when you start to get to that yes. boss and you got to like hit your shit. Right. Otherwise right. like oh, yeah. you're going to get in there and you're going to be like yeah. four feet <laughs> like deep into your six foot grave, you know, like yeah. you're already fucked. Especially if you miss the loop. I didn't have the loop. I didn't even know, know. the loop. 
just a lot of added stuff in this one. Yeah. Uh, the quick travel, uh, not just the points of grace, but the little uh, statues that are usually close to boss encounters where you can right. s- either spawn at those or go back to the, the point of point grace. Of grace. Yeah. Um, there's also like your flasks will refill if you kill like a group of enemies and stuff yeah. instead of like having to go back. And I really like, um, that. yeah, that is nice. Um, cause then you're like, there's two guys here. It's like, if I fuck these guys up, then I'm probably yeah. going to get my health and, uh, magic refilled. So right. I guess the last little part is to, like the technical problems like you were talking about, like the PC, I guess is kind of a mess depending on your setup. Right. Yeah. And the digital foundry, um, like tech comparison between basically everything you can get it on right now. They were saying like the network test on the PC and all the consoles like performed considerably better than what it's at right now at yeah. release. Um, and basically the best way to play the game right now is on PS5 playing it in PlayStation 4 Pro backwards compatibility <laughs> mode. Or if you if you have an Xbox Series X and your TV supports variable refresh rate is like the be- the two best ways yeah. that you can play. I'm playing on my Series X in performance mode and I definitely noticed some Hitching and stuff, especially when it respawns from a load. Like if you pan the camera around, you can definitely see some some frame drops. But I ha- haven't really had anything other than that. I ch- I tried the um, quality mode, which was is like the 4K. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be 4K 30 or yeah, I think it's 4K 30, and it it looked like shit. I was oh, like, really? this is this is not. I yeah. like walked around for like. 30 seconds i was like no thank you it uh it doesn't like i mean it's not too bad when i'm walking around or if i'm in like a dungeon or whatever but when i'm Mm -hmm. riding when i'm riding on torrent around Mm. there's a ton of stuttering as i'm like traversing and coming up on new stuff it Mm. like really slows down um Mm. the game uh is fun and Mm -hmm. the mechanics work really well I haven't like had anything that breaks on me. I know it'll get fixed or patched, so I'm not too worried about it. If stuttering or performance really bothers you, like wait it out a little wait bit. Wait it out. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting for like a modder to um, get in there. Yeah. Uh, you know what else? It's actually been playing, been performing really well on what the Steam Deck. Oh. Which nice. o- officially came out. Nice. Nice. Uh, last last Friday was was the day you could officially. It's funny it was the release day, but it was really the day you could officially order <laughs> the Steam right. Deck if you were first yeah. in line. Yeah. Um, yeah. How like a lot of people, um, developers and stuff, already had them. A lot of reviewers already had them for like two to three weeks. It seemed like. Um, yep. The IGN review was saying that they were shipping this thing so hot out of the factory that their steam deck was receiving sometimes multiple updates a day, like oh, full, <laughs> full software updates for, to fix things or change UI stuff or anything like that. So it's, it's, um, coming, coming hot out of the oven. Yeah. Um, they are already improving the performance of Elden Ring on the steam deck. Cause there's a lot more stuttering on that thing. Oh really? And I saw people saying it like was playing pretty well like the last week or so. They just posted something today trying to uh, 
address a lot of performance stuff with it. Mm. And they also, there's articles saying that it saps battery life. So Elden Ring and God of War are only like lasting 90 minutes on the battery. So, so yeah, there was a guy, um, oh, I guess it was Gamer Nexus, right? He did, he cranked, turned everything up to 100 and ran God of War and it lasted 90 minutes. But yep. he was like, we were purposely trying to drain the battery as quick as possible. And uh. he was saying the amount of, even in their thing, they're like, hey, we're trying to see how quickly we can drain this battery. Like, we'll see how many news outlets are going to run with this as a joke. And then he posted a follow-up video where he's like, here's a dozen websites that did irresponsible journalism and just quoted our video without co- the context <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. that the battery is 90 minutes. That's funny. Yeah, they said uh, two days ago that they are working on optimizing Elden Ring. Hmm. They're soothing out a lot of stuttering. Mm. Jeff Jeff Grubb loves loves playing it on uh, his Steam Deck, which I can't imagine how much uh, my productivity would just hit the floor with Elden yeah. Ring on a on a handheld on a oh handheld. I mean, it's already in the room next door, yeah. and the console boots up in you know five seconds, and I'm in or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, the, yeah. The, I mean, the thing about the the deck in general is it's a computer, so tweaking and modifying is basically what you're going to have to do to get a lot of these games to right to run correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I finally pre-ordered one. Yeah, that's exciting. Oh, nice. I'm like I'm probably not going to even get it, access to it until uh next year, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. Nope. I mean, they're saying I'm not, like I'm not worried about it. 2.0 of this 2.0 of this is supposed to be like legit, but you know, who knows that'll probably be like couple years out there's a lot of stuff that valve doesn't even do at 2.0 they're like up there with google as far as like ditching ditching stuff um the best part about them though is that uh i i got both their controller and the steam link for like five dollars uh they were discontinued yeah they're just discontinuing it and they i mean the controller is a little weird but the Mm -hmm. steam link actually works pretty good so yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe uh, if the Steam Deck gets discontinued, I can pick it up for like <laughs> 50 bucks or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I think there's a lot of reviews that are kind of lukewarm on it, and it's mostly like software stuff that could be fixed, especially like the Windows drivers don't exist right now. The Steam like official compatibility list is still pretty small at the moment, um, but it's growing like exponentially by the day, so... I mean, I'm after Q2, so I'm hoping by the time it comes to, for me to order, it'll be a little bit more figured out. But yeah. I, I'm not really looking to play, like, God of War or... I mean, Elden Ring, I would definitely play on it. But I'm not looking to play, like, these big AAA... Oh, I would play God ...experiences of War, right? on it. I would, too. <laughs> I, I mean, just... I'm just saying that for as an example. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, like, I want i basically just want to replace my switch like i want a i want a better switch i want to play like a lot of like dope indies on it that are on steam i don't want to pay the switch tax anymore um <laughs> if i can get game pass on it um that'd be rad they're talking about collaborating collaborating with steam on it and it's going to do x cloud um out of the box so i mean for me like that's some juicy juicy stuff right now and then all the stuff that it can already do with uh emulation in linux is is very exciting too so that's I mean, the I, best that's the best part yeah i'm not like looking at <clears throat> what a lot of people are looking at with like frame rates on 
these higher end like AAA games. But well, the good thing is there's a community. There'll be a list of all these games. Yeah, they'll be compatible, but then they'll also have optimized settings yeah. that you can get. The th- oh, yeah. Like it's just gonna be like that's 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 the hurdle with this is yeah. people have to like do research if they're not tech savvy. The cool thing about the Steam Deck for me is it's a computer. So mm-hmm. the hurdles you have to jump through to to mod your Vita or Switch or console basically have to break your warranty and, you know, like maybe possibly do something illegal. I don't know. I don't it's know about that. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It just seems like this thing is like geared to like have people get in there and tweak it around. I mean, it seems like the cool thing, too, is if you do mess it up, you just can reboot the Steam OS. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. I'm excited. I have no idea when I'm getting mine, but after Q2 sometime. Yeah. yeah so same. are you guys definitely going to get them? I mean, I think so. I, I think so for now. I mean, unless things go horribly wrong soon. Like, there was, like, the initial day one stuff. Um, people were checking out the joysticks and stuff, and there was a couple of people, like, reporting stick drift, and that was, yeah. like, that was a software thing. Like, it's already fixed. So, oh, good. you know, Valve seems to be really on it with the amount yeah. of stuff that they're shipping. I mean... If also, it is what it is right now, when it comes for me to order, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the trigger on it. Them rele- uh, releasing all of the 3D files for it, like that just gives people the option to manufacture their own. They're already selling all the replaceable stuff through iFixit too, like the thumbsticks and stuff like that. Are yeah, you know the fraction of, of cost of buying a new Joy-Con. I mean, I'm just kind of sick of like Nintendo's bullshit at this point. <laughs> To be honest, yeah. like, yeah. and if it's, I, I mean, I loved my switch the first couple of years it was out. So if it's basically a, a switch, uh, that's a computer. I, w- I really wanted to get a PS five, mm-hmm. but man, a handheld device that I can essentially plug into my TV and it has my whole steam library on it. It's just, whoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I guess the plug into the TV part's not very great right now. Cause you're still like doing your 720p resolution up to a higher res tv sure um, i wonder if the deck i wonder if the deck will fix any of that or the stand uh it's just like a USB-C. it's not like the switch where it'll put it in like a sleep mode and as far as like nobody know or people know right now yeah. like um yeah it's cool i'm excited to check it out i want to i just want to get my hands on it too and see how it feels and it's yeah. ginormous our our friend stoop is q1 he i'm pretty oh, sure yeah. he has ordered it already nice and he he's oh, so uh he told uh, he said that uh we can borrow it for one of our podcasts so we can <laughs> so we can like try it out and talk that's about cool. it on the on the cast so that's cool that's nice cool. i will only try it out if gabe delivered it and signed it <laughs> have you seen that video it's I, really I, sweet I, no but i, I did heard, i read an article today saying it saying that he was doing that no one like knew who he was besides like a couple couple people yeah and he was just like he's like this means a lot to us and to me i'm glad i can give it to you there's a couple that were just like oh oh thanks and just like grabbed it and like shut the door like had no idea who he was really <laughs> yeah basically wow in the video they said that like they emailed people and said like hey can we come over with camera crews and deliver your steam deck steam basically deck. and people yeah. were like yeah okay but the guy was like hey i'm gabe newell like here's your steam deck and she's one of them's just like okay like thanks yeah. and just like shuts the door close the door yeah it's pretty good uh, it's pretty good. good that's really funny mm-hmm. 
All right, gentlemen. Uh, time to talk about Elden Ring. <laughs> Elden Ring. Another, another one hour of the first ten hours of Elden Ring. Um, yeah, so we played Nobody Saves the World, which is a action role playing dungeon crawling video game from Drinkbox Studios. It's coming out as a Xbox PC exclusive at first. Um, but it's uh, played from a top-down perspective. It can be played solo and does have a cooperative multiplayer mode. Uh, the player, player controls a blank slate character named Nobody who's equipped with a wand. And the wand allows them to transform into 15 different forms, such as magicians, robots, and dragons, uh, that you level up as you play the game. Um, each of the form have two basic skills, and as you level up each character you get different abilities um stats and attributes and all sorts of fun stuff uh so what what did we all uh play it on here um pc game pass um played it on normal which you have to play i think there's a new game plus but uh default is normal and then i'm about 20 hours into it nice what about you nice i played it on pc and with a xbox controller i think i was like 13 hours in Okay. Uh, yeah, controller was basically on PC. Like as soon as you lo- load it up, it's like you really, sh- you really should pl- <laughs> consider plugging yeah. in a controller. I did uh, uh, play with a keyboard just to. I wanted to like go do something real quick, and I couldn't find my controller, so I I wanted to go check something out, and it wasn't that bad. It, it would take a little it, getting it used to. It doesn't use but... it doesn't use WASD as the moving controls. Yeah, it uses the arrow keys as the move keys. It's it's a little Ooh. weird. Yeah, Ooh. it's not very weird. It's not great. It wasn't unplayable by any means. I mostly played this game on uh, an Xbox Series X, but also played it on PC when we streamed it a couple times because uh, mm. it does have cloud cross. save, although the <laughs> cross progression, which oh, you burned me. There's a <laughs> you know not a lot of good ways to find that information. Um, and I probably played it for was about like, 15 hours. I was ready to put in a good like two out, two to three hours in my Dude. hotel room. You or... were supposed to be playing Breath of the Wild. That's also true. Uh, That's also I, true. I took my controller so I could play Game Pass though. And little, little did I know. Yeah, I keep harping on this idea that there needs to be some sort of website that tells you, has a list of games, you click on it, and it tells you, is it cross-play? Is it cross-progression? Is it cross-platform? Is it cross-gen? Yeah. All of that stuff is so fucking hard to find. Yeah. It's it would be stupid. great if, if Game Pass just had that built in. Any service, just something that has it for literally everything. Like, you can't... Yeah. Depend. It all, all depends on the publisher, platform, store. I mean, even if you're playing it on the Windows Store through Game Pass or you buy it on Steam, like, sometimes you can't play even on PC together. What the hell's up with that? So far, like, Halo's the only one that's like, seems to work. Yeah. Nobody saves the world. Eric, uh, do you want to break down how, uh, what we're doing in this game, what the, what the story is, how it starts, and all that, all that fun jazz? Uh, Nobody saves the world. Very reminiscent of Legend of Zelda. And you wake up in a empty shack. They even make a point of telling you you woke up in an empty shack. <laughs> There's a funny segment later about it that too. And then you go outside. You talk to another wizard. They're, I believe, they're shocked by your gross appearance. <laughs> yeah, uh, your, and your then white pale form. You're kind yeah. of like a pale husk of a person. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of just tell you the 
is it the calamity has taken over this town mm -hmm. and then you get a task that's to go meet the wizard nostromagus yeah something like that yeah so you have to go get the like local wizard nostromagus or something to like help fight this and then you go to his big wizard castle and he is not there but his apprentice randy the rad <laughs> randy is there <laughs> he's there barking at you he thinks you're an intruder he thinks you, uh, you the... kidnapped nostradamus or whatever uh, oh yeah at the beginning too right and then he um drops you down into a pit and that's where your adventure start you learn how to grind you learn how to uh transform into a creature because you find a wizard staff um upstairs before falling down and then um you are then pushed out into the world and the task of removing the calamity from this all this whole this map which is gigantic that's huge yeah i mean i think overall as you explore the, the world and the map there's like you know a lot of like different villages and kind of biomes and areas that kind of have like their own like unique little character elements and little towns and communities and stuff but overall it's like super light on story um even when you hit like the major story beats when you clear like the first set of objectives right like the two main um dungeons that you have to get to it's still kind of light on progressing the story overall mm -hmm. um it's all played for jokes everything's yeah. a joke or like a commentary on another game yeah right like there's yeah. even a mission that's like a laurel croft like, yeah it's like not the tomb spoof. raider or something like that yeah yeah it's yeah. it's all like spoofing all these other games mm -hmm. so um, the story is very like um, superficial yeah. yeah yeah very very surface level and i think even compared to like guacamelee one and two which are um the other two drink box studio games i played that um made me a fan of fan of them and want to like check out this game especially after seeing the gameplay i was like oh this looks pretty cool like um i feel like the story and dialogue and characters in in those games are much more uh charming and memorable than they are in in this one um, you know, but, I don't actually, honestly, I couldn't even tell you what those games were about. Like, I was thinking about that as I was playing this one, mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, like it's they're the same. It's fun. It's funny, and like there's a good joke here and there. I mostly remember about the Guacamelee games, where gameplay was really tight and fun. Mm -hmm. There was like some cool characters. I don't, I don't even know if I could tell you what the story is in those games. To be mm -hmm. perfectly honest, I just remember it being kind of similar, like very punny and jokey, and yeah, the writing, the the dialogue, yeah. and all that stuff is. I don't mind it at all. Like, but mm -hmm. a game like this, that there should be more world building. They don't have a lot. They do the same playing it for jokes kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Guacamelee is same. There's like evil shows up and you have to defeat it. Yeah. That's basically, that's basically it. Well, there's but like it, the land of the living and the dead, right? And yeah, yeah. you like tr transfer you back, back and forth. Right, and right. Trying right, to prevent right. the land of the dead to come into the world of the, the living. And I, I, yeah, I mean, I just found the Guacamelee one to be far more interesting than this one where like some of the dialogue sections like after like i was saying after you clear the first two it's like oh this is this is long like why why are we talking for so long if like not much yeah. is, not much is happening yeah um, i mean the rant the randy joke is just the through line through the whole thing you know <laughs> yeah just he keeps showing up i like something bad happens to him <laughs> yeah 
I, uh, you know, I, there's only he only comes up a couple times, but I, I do, I do like the Randy bits. To be I honest. like the I like the Randy music too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But music is, I mean, music in Guacamelee games were great and continues on to be fantastic in this game as well. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, they got Jim Guthrie to do the soundtrack for this and. He did Sword and Sorcery and Indie Game, the movie, and Below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never played Below, but um, Sword and Sorcery has a fantastic mm. <laughs> soundtrack. Sword and Sorcery is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> the story overall, not not the greatest hit, but um, I think kind of what we're alluding to with, with Guacamole, it's like, this game's really about like the gameplay and what you're doing in the moment to moment gameplay. And especially how the title and the intro alludes is like, you just can, you have this wand that you get pretty quickly and you can change into all these different, different forms that, uh, have their own special unique abilities that you can level up. Um, I think we, there's 15 different forms and I didn't even unlock all of them. And you eventually, uh, not too far, maybe like two ish hours in, you get the ability to, to, to hot swap between all the different forms that you have, um, which opens up like a lot of different avenues for gameplay. Um, Mm -hmm. so really like the, just the characters themselves and the different forms are like the biggest, probably, um, stand out part of this yeah this game for sure there is definitely like some smaller story beats with different forms you can take um throughout but they don't move the actual story forward they're more just yeah they have like their their own like little quests right like the ranger Mm -hmm. you have to go do a little archery challenge or uh as a horse you need to fall in love with (laughs) another horse (laughs) there's like a a slug i think you have to resurrect yeah that one i that one i never figured out actually well i I think you have to have the necromancer oh okay which is like second tier like there's only one top one and it's like dragon (laughs) which i'm assuming you either have to s rank everybody or it's the egg that's my guess that's what i was thinking too the egg on the thing has like a pretty straight like through line on it so i imagine like you get that s or the, it's, the egg it's up right to the full up there. Floor. Maybe you can do it both ways if you don't want to do the egg. Yeah, so uh, the list is a little long, but we got nobody, which is the main form, uh, a rat, a guard, which is like a knight, a, a ranger, horse, slug, turtle, mermaid, magician, bodybuilder, zombie, ghost, which is where I topped out at, uh, <laughs> monk, rogue, robot, <laughs> necromancer, egg and then the dragon so there's actually 18 forms i think i only need rogue monk robot necromancer and dragon left those are the only ones i don't have Mm -hmm. so you know you you get a lot of options to play around with before you get those final ones so Mm -hmm. which is nice for sure so yeah did you yeah did you clear that like the first half section Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that's basically when I stopped playing. Like okay. I, I beat that dungeon or the robot dungeon, and then went and got my wizard's hat, <clears throat> and uh, I was like, I feel pretty good about, <laughs> yeah, stopping. stopping here. Honestly, if I probably would have kept playing if Destiny and Elden Ring didn't come out this last week, but too many. Games. I was like, <laughs> I'm good. I got the gist. Yeah. And so, and um, I was getting a little burnout. Mm-hmm. So. 
Yeah, the last one I got was the monk. The monk, okay. Nice. Did you get the robot? I got no, so I have to mm-hmm. I have to rank the monk up. Oh, okay. To get the robot. And did you get um, the rogue then, or just the monk? Just the monk. Okay. You almost have to like do it in chunks. Yeah. Like I unlocked most of the top part of the map, so I'm up. I'm up in the top. Um, but I went. There's like two new towns up top. And I'm in the top right one right now, and then I'm like kind of I was kind of waiting on the left one, because mm. um, I was just gonna go around and level up my characters. Yeah, and yeah, then I hit the point. I think it was our whew, after our first stream together, and then when me and Brian played the second time, I I was done before that stream. Yeah, <laughs> I was just there. I was just there to support uh, Brian's leveling up. Stream stream commitments to get to. You. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but if we if we didn't if we weren't streaming, I I would have been done yeah. at that point where I got got to the top. Nice. Um, any forms that you guys like really liked the that you're kind of your go to or like abilities that you were using between all of them or, or anything like that? Uh, the guard was my favorite. The monk is really awesome. Like these later ones are really fun, mm-hmm. but yeah. it just takes so much to get to them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah. I want to see what the dragon is, but. I, do I want to level up every single character in this game? Yeah. Or, like, yeah. The thing that kept like me going in this game was like unlocking more characters and their abilities. Um, like it was a pretty smart way they made it so you could mix and match your your characters, plus like unlocking their abilities mm-hmm. and being able to use those on other characters added a lot of variety of of play that i found pretty enjoyable Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't think i would have made it as far if that wasn't the case and they were all pretty unique like you know like there's some overlap like 18 different characters is a lot yeah Um, Yeah. but so like but i really like the slug um he was good he had a really good like ability to slow people down and um and then like he had a kind of like a similar horse maneuver where he could like zoom around and and poison people Mm -hmm. and actually i found the the ghost to be pretty fun too because it was like almost like a playing like a passive ability character i don't know it was just it was just like a like an interesting play style that i don't think you know, I would ever try. So it was good. It was fun. Yeah, the the zombie is interesting too because you're dying the whole time. I I never played <laughs> as a zombie actually. I I unlocked the zombie, but I I I should have tried him out. Um, I I use the magician a lot too. Mm-hmm. Brian, what about you? Uh, I liked um probably the slug the best just for the reasons that you mentioned, and I thought when um. Eric and I were doing co-op on that first stream that the slug bodybuilder combo is like Out pretty, pretty awesome <laughs> because yeah, um, the bodybuilder moves super slow, but his um, blunt damage will do a uh, knockback and uh-huh. um, impact damage is like plus another hundred percent. So, uh, right. so if Eric is like, or myself is like, screaming around the, the screen as a slug slowing them down and I'm knocking them back into walls or yeah. other surfaces and stuff. You're, you're wrecking house pretty, pretty, pretty good. So, nice. um, yeah, 
And then I think the the horse was also another good one too because that kind of combined the best parts of the slug and the bodybuilder at least if I was playing solo because you could jet you could jet around and do not back and uh I mean the amount of like dudes that are on a screen at one, at one time in this game like sometimes you definitely need a jet out of some some hairy situations so that the speed and the knockback I think was like pretty pretty crucial yeah I think the horse was my my go-to play style just because it felt like the most versatile. And it had like really good built-in abilities and then coupling that with, you know, like the perks and the other two slots that you can change mm-hmm. made him the most viable and easiest to get through dungeons, you know. And I think the, uh, I think the r- shout-out to the rat which was like a pretty um, yeah. powerful like opening opening character. Like I oh, didn't yeah. really go back to it, but whenever I did, like it's so fast and you just like chomp and poison yeah. and then like skirt away a little bit and let the poison damage yeah. work its yeah. business. Yeah. Before and I got the horse, the the rat was my like move around the world character. You were just like zooming around. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think horse horse was one of my favorites too. Guard ended up being like a low key like favorite of mine just because of his abilities. Yeah. yeah. His his like shield ability to like absorb damage and then like dish it back out was really good. Mm-hmm. When you ha- when you have all these forms to unlock the other forms, you need to rank up the lower levels to a certain level yeah. or sometimes you needed to rank up like two forms to like b to unlock like the next level up and all the unlocks were linked to to quests so there's like you had to use your abilities in a certain way to like a certain amount of times like an objective uh to 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 level them up and get form points and once you got enough form points you leveled up so there's like it would be like damage 400 enemies with your bite attack or all sorts of like the horse you had to gallop through eight enemies five separate times or 20 times i think was one of them that i was trying to do um so stuff like that um which i I was gonna say that's like really the the system that kept me going is because like you had like these really small like obtainable things you're like oh well if i just play for five more minutes like i'll get this little thing done and level up this guy a little bit more yeah um especially like you can just do a lot of that stuff in the open world and like the smaller, the smaller dungeons, it was really easy to have like your next goal be like super quick to get to typically. Um, for sure. Which is kind of like the carrot on the stick for me, which like kept me like going (laughs) and moving a little bit. I was going to say, that's almost the thing that made me hit a wall though. Oh really? It's like, yeah, like I, the grinding, I know it's, a game of grinding, but I got to the point where I was like, I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, over, like overall, the, it's like very long in the tooth. Like it's like, I would have been perfectly happy if the game would have ended where it was at, where I just like cleared those two major ones. And it's like, Oh, that's the game. But, um, yeah. So I, I agree. I totally got tired of it too, but I mean, at least that first initial 10 to 12 hours, like that was yeah. the thing that was kind of like a fun, uh, little bit, but then you can just yeah. have to like, go back and double up on characters and get them because right. you all, you get them to a certain level. It's like, Oh, you can't get any more yeah. until you progress through the story. And it's like, uh, it was like the big thing for me. My favorite part was like you said, like maxing out my characters and doing um, like these little attainable goals. And then the game kind of like 
superficially like blocks you from like progressing anymore until you do like these three big dungeons and just let me upgrade as much as i want unlock the different characters as much as i want and then scale the difficulty with my level because the open world gets to a point where enemies are running away from you it sucks like yeah because i got all of my characters the b before i even went to that second dungeon Mm-hmm. Or that third dungeon, I guess. I just I couldn't touch anyone because I like all of the enemies were running away. I'm like, just scale them up with me. Like I don't need, I don't want to yeah. be crushing them. Like I want like a little bit of a challenge. Well, so. it's like your main your main quest is you know get the get the jewels to fix the problem, uh-huh. and they could have easily done that. Just opened everything up. Yeah. Gate like gate lock you on the main dungeons with the stars, which they're doing, but then make it so you could unlock the hardest dungeon in the game and try it out mm-hmm. yeah and if you don't you know if you die too many times you just grind and then open the smaller dungeon yeah, yeah. it is weird that you can't explore the entire map without doing these yeah like you basically have to be at level 30 to get up to the upper part mm-hmm. and then at that point you crush everything in the lower half of the map mm-hmm. it's like yeah what's the point of going back down there exactly exactly yeah, that's exactly right. Let those big dungeons take your level and like just let the open world just be open and you can just like tackle it at your own pace. An, an Elden Ring, if you would. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, exactly. Give it the old Breath of the Wild treatment. <laughs> yeah, I, I think part of the problem too is that they have all, there's the big dungeons, right? And then there's the smaller ones that tell you like what level you should be to go in there. So I like cleared all the ones on the bottom and got my forms like super far up and i had like 30 extra stars past the the last dungeon just by doing all that stuff um so it's like well you also got you got fast tracked my friend well i was i was not uh, i mean i was not rolling in the stars i mean there was there was that but um i mean we cleared that first one and like at the end of our first stream i had the exact amount we needed to get into that dungeon and I played for yeah. maybe like another two hours by myself and got like 30 more stars just by going yeah. back and doing those smaller I, dungeons. So there's like, there's like too much. It's a little bloated. Like there's too much content yeah. in like that bottom half. That's like, like you said, you just end up too powerful and you're gated from the rest of it. Yeah. The dungeons were actually pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and they're, even if you were at their level, they were still kind of challenging. Yeah. So the the dungeons were great, but like I like to have like the whole spread of stuff in front of me, and I can kind of um, pick and choose. Well, so. you can experiment with your build until you have to change your build to go through a dungeon. That's fine. Like I don't mind. That's what I liked about it. I was like, okay, like uh, I think it was the second big dungeon getting absolutely destroyed. And it was pretty satisfying to respect my character to beat like a difficult challenge on my own, mm-hmm. you know? So like Eric alluded to, they do have like wards and different um, damage and attack modifiers and even like dungeon modifiers that get <laughs> some of the ones that I saw. I was like, uh, something did like. Ty- 900 it's nine thousand like damage yeah nine thousand damage yeah or um like we had one in one of our twitch streams eric where 
if we healed, uh, they healed too, like that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. So you basically had to clear the screen before you could grab any any health items. There's also the one where the wards regenerate, which was hard. That was the dragon, wasn't it? Ah, man, I don't remember. Yeah, that. I think I think so. Yeah. I think like um, it's also like crazy, like how much stuff is happening on screen where you're breaking, like you're attacking a bunch of enemies. Sometimes like you're shooting projectiles, you're breaking pots, and you're yeah. just like. It's so hard to see where it's you're at sometimes have. or how many people. And then there's health items and and money on screen. Oh, what are you finding in those uh, pots? Are you finding uh, the snack of the show, Brian? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, if you were able to come over yesterday, uh, you could enjoy some jumbo-sized uh, drums, chicken drumsticks that I baked up. Let me tell um, you. I was... They were pretty good. Oh, man, the picture yeah. the picture looks great. My... <laughs> I did a little uh, little workout before um, I left my house. I just had a little bit of a snack uh, to hold myself over for this snack of the show because Eric said, you yeah. know, bring bring some hunger over. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I had a little baby emergency. I had to go back home, so uh, I didn't get to partake in these gigantic drumsticks. That probably would have given me like it, plus two hundred HP or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, you've been loaded. Typically, uh, Eric's snack corner is like a little, like a oh, cracker, yeah. like it's some sort of gummy, gummy tree. <laughs> a single, a single cracker. Yeah, <laughs> one lone saltine cracker. Dehydrated lollipops. Or... <laughs> but this was a full-on meal. He really, uh, he really did it up. Well, so the plan was yeah. originally to find. Uh, oversized turkey leg, or oh, like a big like uh, Knights of the yeah. Round Table, like or medieval times. Is that what? It oh, is? that would or have been whatever. so good. Like, I I'm pretty sure Disneyland and um, yeah, the night. What's that night place? Medieval times. Yeah, I think, it's... I think they cornered the market on <laughs> gigantic uh, jumbo sized turkey legs because I didn't know where to find them at. <laughs> you, you just need a whole turkey, right? Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm buying a bunch of turkeys. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't need to buy two legs. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. It's like the top of the muffin, uh, Seinfeld, right? They just take the (laughs) drumsticks, the legs off the turkey, and toss the car, the middle of it. They're like, we don't want this shit. Get it out of here. It's all about those drumsticks. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, it was good. It was really good. I had a cilantro, a cilantro lime, a uh, a cilantro, cilantro. I had a cilantro lime drumstick and a Damn. a plain one and it was good now i will say we're me and Haley. we're hanging out in the living room watching a little hgtv as eric's prepping oh. the, the drumsticks uh-huh. and he asked me or asked us what temp oh do you this was a, chicken a slip up mm. just a small slip up. and he said 130 that's like a medium rare steak not a temperature you want to eat chicken at to, like, to be fair, chicken. I was setting the meat thermometer <laughs> to a temperature and Googling it at the same time while asking yes. this question. Yeah. Your, uh, so, your meat temp doesn't have like the, the little guide on it that says what you want to cook it to? No, in? it's like it was a kit. So it's like in the, it's in the kit mm. somewhere, but I only have the, it's a pitchfork thing mm. and you set it for a timer and it will beep. Chicken, yeah. Chicken's like 165 or something, 170? Exactly, Brian. It is 165. Now I like it cooked to like 180. Why do you, I like, why do you like a dry chicken? <laughs> it's a texture thing for me. I think it was 170 and um, it was. It was 170 something, yeah. It was good. It was very good. Nice. So 
Nice. But thank wet as, wet as they could ever be. Thank God we talked about it beforehand. <laughs> I probably yeah. wouldn't be here talking right now. I would hey. probably be puking into my toilet right now. At least he asked, you know? Oh, absolutely. There's no there's no problems asking, but except you get ridiculed a... on a pop podcast for public consumption. Well, that's just part of being friends with me. Okay, okay. <laughs> part of the friendship. There's some razzing going on, that's for sure. Oh, I love a good razzing. <laughs> so as far as like the dungeon crawling aspect of the game um you know there's like your diablos and uh <laughs> other ones that i'm not familiar with um including diablo uh how would you how would you guys say this this compares um yeah i think uh Drinkbox studios themselves say it was inspired by the legend of zelda which eric talked about a little bit but as far as like gameplay i don't really see that comparison um and oh and man i see it way more than this other one final fantasy tactics was the other one they they said um mm. which i guess uh in particular it's job system that allows players to assume different roles and occupations i don't know if that's a part okay of final fantasy okay. tactics but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense i mean that's like an old school fantasy uh final fantasy thing play final fantasy online you know all about that job system. Oh, oh. shout out to my, <laughs> shout out to the Final Fantasy players in this uh, podca- podcast. Uh, Gabe, Newell from Valve. <laughs> yep, Gabe oh, yeah. loves. Uh, he's, he's playing Final Fantasy on uh, the old Steam Deck. He sure is. It all circles back. I see the Zelda comparison more than anything. Yeah, um, Diablo is Diablo's hard because that's more like procedurally generated. Um, it's more about the loot that you're getting. Yeah, it's about the loot system. This this more is like what's the other game we played? Swords of Ditto. Yeah, kind of like Swords mm-hmm. of Ditto. Yeah, the Zelda dungeons, but you know, no puzzles. Right. Exactly. Yeah, the dungeons are the big, um, like the most Diablo part about this game for me. But like the open world and just like the top down mechanics remind me of old SNES Zelda. Yeah, it's definitely like. Um, you know, all the reviews I have read about this is like they get the grinding system right. Yeah. And I that's that's the whole meat and potatoes of this mm-hmm. game. Yeah. So those other games built around grinding, but you do have to grind well Diablo Diablo you do. Diablo's all about the grind. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you can do it at a leisurely pace a little bit. Yeah. It's it's kinda in its own world, but you know, it takes all these different pieces from other games. So Yep. And also the the randomly generated dungeon thing. It's okay. It works okay in this game. But having more distinct dungeons, I think, would have been more interesting. You're not really rerunning dungeons. Mm-hmm. So it just seems... And, the, like, there's a couple of bosses that are different. The giant cats compared <laughs> to the small cats. <laughs> well, I was going to say uh, there's, like, one dungeon where there's... Uh, enemy there's an enemy behind gates that are mm-hmm. sp- that are buffing all of the other enemies and then um you have there's blades being like mm-hmm. shot out of the wall so your your kind of like play area is really small and you have to basically kill all the other enemies and then those gates open and those 
those enemies that are just like basically like buffing the other ones will eventually die. That was kind of cool. A uh, pretty interesting boss encounter. But for the most part, once you get into the dungeon, besides like the dungeon modifier, they're all pretty similar. Yeah. They just have like a different like skin to them. You know? I was gu- I was gonna say that yeah. same thing too. Like even when you when you die, like that's <clears throat> it would regenerate the dungeon, right? But it, they're yeah. so like nondescript once you once you get in there. Yeah. Um, like it's not like you you could even tell that they were procedurally generated for the most part, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I think they only had probably like four dungeon combinations, and then they just cycled through them or something because it felt sim- so similar. If they would have made like unique dungeons for each place, like I think they would have done a really good job because like they do have like a good game design sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think they really wanted people to like keep replaying these dungeons and i just like i just don't see the point in doing it there's not like any there's well, not they, like any li- random loot drops or like you said like no. the boss just no. pays out coin yeah um, yeah something that eric like was frequently oh yeah <laughs> kind of angry about was like <laughs> you get these you get like skill upgrades like a as like a currency and you can spend those on different like upgrading your different like abilities across all your forms mm-hmm. and all the bosses all the dungeons just drop three of them it's four. Oh, it's four and nolan and in in no no <laughs> and in those dungeons oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> no but i, I was complaining because in those dungeons i collected three before getting to the boss right so i was like there's no point of me doing this dungeon to get these four yeah i mean i think the boss was like easy enough it's not like you were taking multiple stabs at the boss really but um i feel like that i i would keep forgetting anytime we were on stream and talking about that that was even like a system i feel like you could have completely ignored that and successfully got through the game like the upgrade token thing yeah oh you don't even need the upgrades are like just a good to have yeah Yeah, it was like uh like the cooldowns were shorter and yeah you could uh you could either like boost attack uh like lower the amount of mana they like uh the cost um, yeah the coolest part about going into a dungeon was honestly like the dungeon itself like it was always like a dragon or like an alien ship Mm -hmm. or this like cool whale looking thing the gourd (laughs) yeah Yeah, the gourd i kind of wish it was just like lore or something you know like mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. even if that was like accompanied with you know like your four skill upgrades, I feel like that would have been like good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my last thing would just be like even when you clear the big dungeons, they lock you out of them, so you can't go back in. Oh, them. Right. Yeah. And then the also the big dungeons, you can't level up your characters, which I thought was a huge okay. miss. Well, yeah, same. Uh, I feel that too. Once you like clear the big dungeon, I expected to go back to the dungeon and have a bunch of different modifiers to it in an attempts to get you to grind to be Ooh, that should have been like that should have been up. the random uh randomly generated part yeah yeah seriously like, like sca- scaling dungeons I, with like uh random modifiers well because i thought that was the whole point of it yeah it's kind of like a destiny 2-esque right like the nightfall yes. raids that you repeat weekly with yeah, you could do like legendary or grandmaster versions of it and make it like more difficult. That would have been really cool. But now that I think about it, I I am curious if the dungeons do scale with your level, but I don't think they do. 
it would say like it would say no, like what cause... level you went like when we did yeah. the second twitch stream or maybe it was the first one we had a couple that uh, we were like 28 29 that were 26 and we like dove in and cleared those out or, yeah, or are you talking about net. the bigger ones Nolan? uh no i'm just talking to, about all of them to make them more replayable you mm. know yeah that was my that was like my big beef with those dungeons i thought you'd because i had to go back to like one of the gourd ones because i didn't i had to like kill a bunch of people with piercing damage and one of those dungeons had piercing damage and i just rolled through it in like two seconds and like yeah. got my mm-hmm. level up and then left mm-hmm. yeah like I expected to go back to those bigger ones and actually have like more difficulties, but then they just they close them. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do yeah. them anymore. I, I, I had to. I did like the alien spaceship, and you unlock the thieves guild. They make you go pick up the disguises. Oh yeah. And mm. I just like breezed right through through mm. it to get them. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It would have been cool if it was like a little more difficult. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so I mean I th- I think uh one thing we definitely found out in our in our <laughs> Twitch streams is that uh, a a really viable strategy to cruise through the game is to uh play co-op because man uh Eric hopped into my game uh both times we did we did little streaming sessions and mm-hmm. we were cruising through because you're basically leveling up two characters at the same time which is one thing yeah yeah um but also didn't benefit me at all you can no it didn't um thanks but uh you can (laughs) combine your abilities for like the 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 wards um to really like combat any sort of like dungeon modifiers that you needed to get to yeah um, but also created its own entire set of issues where uh, halfway through our second night stream, we got kicked out of disconnected from two separate dungeon runs um, mm-hmm. where we had to start over and we just called it quits. And yeah, even the first night we didn't get any DCs, but we had plenty of, latency uh and input problems which were yeah i were thought quite severe that was on my bad too i didn't have the xbox controller app so that went away after oh gave me that uh, yeah but that was like your <laughs> but i but oh, i yeah. i had that going on too like where i was just like pushing right and then i'm all of a sudden i'm moving left and my character is like jam- jammed yes, into stuff. a corner you know like i i don't think yeah. that had anything to do with it but um the as far as like being an online co-op only game like the shit is not together no unfortunately unfortunately yeah yeah they have like an interesting like way of dealing with it like you could like scale this this like weird rubber banding slider (laughs) i don't know it was (laughs) It was like, I was like, I've never seen something like that. And no, I was like, neither have I. No. It's like, do you want better, like better response or yeah, or better performance? It's like, uh, <laughs> why do I have to yeah. pick and choose? I'm, yeah, I've never seen that before either. That's you know, it's, it's funny because you know, like I I feel like we take multiplayer stuff for granted now, but it, I would be really interested in like some sort of deep dive into what it actually takes to make like a multi multi, multiplayer system. I I don't Um, want to. 
I mean, it could be yeah, really hard, right. you know? I'm sure it and, is. And, but, like, the thing that's weird is that, like, they have co-op. They have this, like, weird slider thing. But you can't play couch co-op, right? Yeah, no couch It's co-op. only online. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time I'm playing this game and the whole time I was, like, hanging out watching the streams, I was like, I would love to just, like, drink some beers and play this on the couch, like, very casually with one of you guys and it would probably work great. And then, yeah, I mean, the thing too is like, it's a shared screen, right? Anytime Eric dives into a menu, I'm in the menu. So it it really is like you're sharing a screen. Basically you think you would like go that route first and then right online. Yeah. I mean, you, you guys did a swords of ditto, uh, couch co-op because that one was couch co-op only right yep i believe it's only couch i think they added online uh, the online yeah. later but if you're gonna have co-op i feel like do a couch couch co-op first right especially like these kind of games something like this yeah yeah Guac- so, guacamelees yeah. were both couch co-op too yep i had a Haley jumped in guacamelee too because i couldn't beat a yeah. boss and it was super nice. Yeah. Could you um, play you online? Would... No. Oh, it's just couch co-op. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there was online. Okay. Well, um, none of us finished it. Are 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 we? Nobody are, saved the are world. Are we going to? Fi- <laughs> are we going to finish it? Um, how would you hand out any recommendations to it? What's your your overall thoughts? You know what? Like, I could dog on this game all day long, but it's super cozy. It's super chill. Mm-hmm. It's fun to jump into. Yeah. Um, I just hit a wall with it. Maybe it's because we're forcing ourselves to like try and beat it in a month. Yeah. And that's this is maybe like a, a ten year game. More, I'll beat it. In 10 more years. like a more <laughs> of like a comfort food type of game. Like yeah. Yeah, I uh, I totally agree. If if I was playing this on my Switch and I was just like kind of popping in to play for like 30 minutes here and there over like a long period of time, this would be like an easy game for me to just kind of like really zone out before bed and play. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, just like there's too many games, and like <laughs> maybe I'll come back to this like if when I'm in a dry spell, but like. Right now, it's just like too hot, too hot of a month. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I I was telling, uh, I think I was talking about this on our stream actually, and I would be like, okay, so I have like 30 minutes. I'm going to sit down and play this game. And just like the short little milestones where I'm just like, oh, I'm going to go a little bit further, a little bit further, a little bit further, and I'm playing this game for like two hours. You know, like it's that kind of game where it's just like, the loop is super simple, even though like the systems are deep. Um, yeah. You kind of have like really short attainable goals, which is fun. So you're kind of like constantly being rewarded for doing it. It might not have like drops, like we were saying, um, where you just want to like keep doing the same thing over and over, but you're, you're kind of, yeah. you're always progressing a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it's, kind of easy i mean it's it's not an easy game necessarily because some of the stuff gets hard but it's easy to play 
um, yeah. and kind of wrap your ha- head around uh, what you should be doing and what your short-term goals are. So, yeah, it's kind of like comforting to play. It's easy to play. Uh, it's chill. Um, you know, I and I, I think it's just too long. And maybe it is because we're yeah. playing it in a month. Um, but at like 15 hours, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm like just getting to this like second half of the game where I'm totally fine being done with it and never picking it up again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, this is quick, quick tangent, but like time to beat is around like 15 hours and I'm at 20 and I feel like I haven't even scratched, you know, the end game. Totally. Really. And I've never, I've never seen like this large of a disconnect between like the how long to be and like sometimes I'm off by like a couple hours, but I'm like yeah. also 15 hours and maybe halfway through the game, you know, like looking at the, uh, sorry, I meant to bring it up before we started talking about this, but like the, uh, open critic has it, uh, at an 80 average and 87% critics recommend it. Um, I probably put it a little bit lower myself. I mean, it's a very okay game is what yeah. I, what I can say. It's fun. It's fine. Yeah. You know, I, um, I, I think, didn't hate any of my time with it. Like I just like knew when my time was done. I, I think Eric was, was saying this pretty frequently that when he's, he's not playing it, um, he's not thinking about it, which I think is a pretty yep. solid, like, <laughs> you know, it's not on my mind. Like, I just turn on my Xbox and it's like, oh, I was playing this game. Like, I'll just play, yeah. play a little bit more, you know. Whereas, like, Elden Ring, I'm like, fuck, when can I, when can I play <laughs> some more Elden Ring? You know, it kind of shows in the lack of even content for uh, Nobody Saves the World. Like, I've tried looking up a lot of YouTube stuff, and you know, it's very low down the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of just came out, got reviewed pretty well, and like, I don't that was kind of it yeah <laughs> yeah i i would say I mean, there's if, a lot of games that come out so you yeah know, like and like that turnaround is quick mm-hmm. as far as like the, catch, the zeitgeist of of like game catch people's conversation attention goes yeah so. i mean yeah i would say if you have a game pass in this type of game interest you like check it out it's oh yeah it's pretty fun it's not like you're gonna be it's mad. worth it it's not gonna be mad you played spent some time in it but i mean it's you could yeah. you could play like a couple hours and be like all right cool yeah either you're gonna really like it or not i guess it definitely <laughs> helps that even the starting classes to be interesting and you do mm-hmm. and you get them right away mm-hmm. like it's not long before you can start like really messing with the mechanics of like your characters so and that's where i think the game really shined mm-hmm personally all right yeah cool uh well that's nobody saves the world uh for february uh next month we are gonna play ollie ollie world um which is a skateboarding video game developed by roll seven published by private division it's on basically everything windows switch ps4 5 and the xboxes it's a 2D platforming skateboarding game which takes place in Radlandia where the player can interact with the game's <laughs> characters and take on side quests. So compared to Ollie Ollie World 1 and 2, 
Uh, it's got kind of like a new hand-drawn uh, art style. Um, it yeah. introduces his quarter pipes, I did not know, but kind of has like a branching path um, and loop path system. Um, you're very, it's very quick, very fast, you know, on the, on the sticks to execute, um, different flips and, uh, grinds and combos. And you get like weird quirky objectives to like, you know, hit some inflatable flamingos and (laughs) stuff like that. Kind of like, uh, some of like the Tony Hawk type of stuff where you got to hit objectives within a run. Yeah. Um, it's a really boiled down. Tony yeah. Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Much more uh, relaxed. I, I've played a little bit. The soundtrack is super chill and relaxing, even though the cool. gameplay is not, uh, <laughs> but came out in February, actually, along with uh, Elden Ring and Horizon and Destiny 2 and all sorts of hot shit. Um, My God. My it's God. got a score of 85 on open critic 96 percent of critics recommend this guy um it's 30 bucks basically everywhere not bad that's a good that's a good price yeah. i gotta figure out where i want to play it this is my predicament i'm playing it on switch um runs that's runs at a cool too. 1080 60 frames per second um it's feeling pretty nice. good on there um nice. i'm gonna probably play it on pc just mm-hmm. for game footage recording uh accessibility yeah yeah you have that capture plus, you, you know, have that capture card you have that capture card. yeah but you know not, not too hard to my, plug here my uh joy cons are pretty floaty these oh, days yeah? and i got a i got some good xbox controllers that i really enjoy so i was gonna say do you have a pro controller or no i do but i've never been you know mm, too small i've never been that excited about the pro controller okay. i honestly prefer okay. the joy cons okay cool i mean the game's got like a really cool fun art style the character customization is pretty big um like as you're doing like the objectives and stuff like that you're unlocking all sorts of clothes and hats and beanies and shirts and dresses and i like it trucks decks all sorts of stuff so (laughs) can i get some uh little grind plates that spark when i I oh maybe maybe that would be good uh it's I want a I want a uh, spark plate that uh, produces little ghosts behind me. Ooh, <laughs> nice. That'd be, um, That'd be good. It's a chill little game. I'm excited to play it. We'll be streaming it this much uh, this month on Thursdays t- over on Twitch.tv/slash Video Game Rations. Yeah, we need those 50 followers. So hop on over there. And- yeah. Click all forty nine. Maybe uh, maybe we'll uh, play a little game of horse or something. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That'd be really Cl- hard. Oh, score base or something. <laughs> Does it give, well, I was gonna yeah, say score, score base. base. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, now I'm gonna ask you to please uh, share the podcast. Leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're over on Twitter at VG Rations. Uh, we'll be posting on there when we stream and stuff. So feel free to give us a subscribe on there. Instagram at VG Rations. Discord link is in the Twitter bio. And you know what? People are still playing some Tarkov right now. So that could be you if you wanted it to be. Um, this, is a, this is the Tarkov night. Yep. Yep. I, I just had to pivot. I'm feeling envious. Yep. And this Tarkov action. Yep. 
And like I said, twi- twitch.tv slash video game rations. Thanks, guys. And have a good night. And we'll see you at the end of March for LA yeah. World. See ya. See ya.